Thanks for listening to this teaching from City of Life Church. Check out www.col.tv for more great teachings, service times, and information on upcoming events. Now, let's join the service already in progress. We've got an amazing service in store. We've been talking so much about Icon Youth and what's been happening since Soul Fire. We've been talking so much about what God has been doing in the life of our youth. You've been seeing them show up. Let me hear you, Icon Youth. Come on, I can't talk you up and that's all you got for me. Come on, Icon Youth, let me hear you if you're in the building. I love it. We had Soul Fire just a couple of weeks ago. If this is your first time or your first couple times, Soul Fire is our youth camp at City of Life Church. It's been going on for so many years. And I remember 10 years ago in 2012, I preached for the first time at Soul Fire. It was my first ever time speaking in front of people. And I was maybe six months removed from a two years long smoking addiction. I was smoking cigarettes every single day and God changed my life at a blink. And not six months later, I got the opportunity to preach about God's grace at Soul Fire. And what I love about Soul Fire is that we, it is not just something where we're hanging out at a lake and there's tubing and there's sports and sure it's all of those things, but one of the, the things that we prioritize as a team with Soul Fire is the services. We have evening services, we have morning services, and before each of those services, we start off with like fervent Holy Spirit prayer. Like we we press into the presence of God and get ready for what he's doing in our services. And man, let me tell you something about this group of Icon Youth. You know, as as someone that is a pastor and someone that is kind of in the services each and every week. I'm here all of the time, and there are times where I walk into the building, and sometimes I'm not feeling it, but I'm reminded that I'm, I'm modeling what a, a vibrant relationship with God looks like. So even if I'm not necessarily feeling it, in worship, I'm lifting my hands, I'm singing it out, because I, I, I recognize that I've got a position that I've had to, I, I have to model what faith is to, to other people that might not know God. And in the seasons where I have been weathered and, and I am lacking enthusiasm, I walked into those services at Soul Fire and they modeled what my relationship with God should look like. Their fervent worship, their hands lifted, they're at the altar on their knees before God, pressing in and seeking Him. Pastor Noah Heron, he's one of the most sought after speakers in the nation. And he came out, he preached one of the nights about shining your light. And I, I love that he preached a, a sermon about evangelism and telling your friends about Jesus. And that's what we've seen come to life in Icon Youth. This last Wednesday, we had one of the biggest services that Icon Youth has ever had because they embraced that word and they were inviting friends. And then Pastor Jessica preached an amazing word, and she, she spoke about the hero's journey. She spoke about Jesus doing whatever it took to, to reach us. And I spoke about the Holy Spirit, and it, it was just an amazing time where we were getting to press into the Word of God. We were not, you know, putting on kid gloves. We were preaching fire. And one of the things, one of my main takeaways was this scripture in 1 Samuel 10, 6, and this is Samuel telling Saul what's going to happen and what his ascension is going to look like, the moment where he becomes king. And it's one of the, the points in the Old Testament where we see the Holy Spirit. 
um, come upon a person. And 1 Samuel 10, 10.6 says, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God will rush upon you and you will be a new person. Isn't that so true for the power of the Holy Ghost in our lives? And I, I prayed that and I preached that over Icon Youth. And what I'm looking at with this group of middle and high schoolers are new people, new creations in Christ, fully transformed, fully changed. And man, I, I, I really can't do it justice. So we've got some student testimonies. You're going to hear from some students that were at Soulfire some amazing testimonies. And I can't say much more or I'll cry. So I'm going to invite Jacob Santiago up, an amazing young man of God. He was on the Pink Panther team with me, and it was, we were in dire straits um, by the third day. We were, we had lost every single game up until that point. Spirits were low, and I looked at Jacob and I said, you're a leader. I'm looking to you to call your team up. Get your people. Get your people. And that's exactly what he did. We almost took the entire thing. Let's hear about your story. Good morning, City of Life. How are you guys? Um, so there's a lot to say, but something that I want to start off with is Soulfire was a once-in-a-lifetime experience that um, I think everyone should have the opportunity to like experience. Um, it touched all of all of our souls, mine included, all of my friends. Um, walking in that first night into my cabin, I looked around and I was like, man, I don't know if I really want to be here. I don't know how I feel about this. I'm very closed off. I'm like, this isn't for me. By that last night, I was having so much fun jumping around, praising the Lord, that I just wanted to stay. And I just, I'm so excited for the next one, you know? Um, being able to see all of my friends grow in countless ways that I can't even begin to express, um, seeing them grow in spiritual ways and physical ways and mental ways, healing from depression, healing from that sadness that they walked in and they got on those buses with. Um, there's so much. Something that's huge is being vulnerable and being able to dwell in the presence of God. Um, so you're, as, as, well, just as a human being, we should be able to feel vulnerable in the presence of God. Um, we shouldn't have our guard up all the time. We should be able to relax and know that this is a safe place. Um, and at least I can speak on behalf of Icon Youth and Soulfire and say that this is not just the same old generation, the same old group of kids that walked in to that camp. This is a camp and this is a group of students that will change the world. So, yeah, this, this, it's amazing to see the changes that have happened. Um, our generation is not going to be the generation that is looked down upon anymore. And we're going to be the generation that can, that can speak life into, um, into dead, dead, or just speak life into anything in general. To speak the word of God and just all of that good stuff. Um, but I think the biggest part about it was, oh, I almost forgot to mention, about vulnerability. I was not allowing myself to be vulnerable. I was keeping my guard up. And on one night that Pastor Franco preached, I had my guard up so high 
and I finally decided to start letting it down. He came off the stage and he laid a hand on me and I broke. I broke entirely. I got to the I got on the floor, I got on my hands and knees and I allowed myself to be vulnerable to the Holy Spirit. Um, I just want to say thank you for that. I, I never got to say thank you. Uh, but besides that, just I urge you guys to be vulnerable to the Holy Spirit and don't keep your guard up so much and allow yourself to be open. But thank you guys so much. Can we give it up for Jacob? One of the aspects of his story that I just, I love, and I know that this is true for a lot of the families that are here in the building right now, is Edna is one of the amazing First Impressions team members that has been serving here for years, and Jacob is her son. And she's been praying for him to have an encounter with God for years. And she's been praying and, and believing that God would, would meet him in a fresh and tangible way. And years down the line, through Soul Fire Youth Camp, he was able to have that moment. And he's just on fire and passionate. Keep on praying for your student. Keep on believing for your student. Keep on believing for your family members. I'm going to invite Sydney Caps to the stage. Her story is amazing. Her testimony is intertwined with that of City of Life Church, and she's got something amazing that she wants to share with you. Good morning, church. Um, my name is Sydney. I'm 13 years old, and I have been at this church my whole life. Um, but um, basically, at Soul Fire, this is actually before Soul Fire, I had just gotten in a sad family situation, and I kept on questioning God why. Um, and I've known God my whole life. I've been in kids' church. And I just, in that moment, I just kept on questioning God, why? Why, God, why did this happen? Why did this situation happen? And when I got to Soul Fire, and you know, I've never really seen with my own eyes what God can do. And when I got to Soul Fire, um, this was one of the nights where we just started singing the song, Let It Rain. And it started raining. And that was the first time where I saw with my own eyes that God is real. So good. And, you know, sometimes we will ask that question, why? God, why did this happen? Why did this family member pass away? Why is my family in this situation right now? Why? And, you know... There was another story when I was almost two years old. My dad, David Caps, he was the youth pastor of this church. He did pass away. And sometimes I do still to this day ask that question, why? But God is real and he blessed me with another dad that is here today. And so I am so thankful for him. And I know he is real. I know he loves me. And on one of those nights, I've never heard the word of God so clearly come to my mind. Um, but when we were one night, when we were just down on our knees, face to the ground, I heard him say to me, I'm proud of you. I love you. And so that really ministered to me a so lot. Good. Can we give it up for Sydney? Man. If you're struggling with questions, God is not afraid of your doubts. He's not afraid of your questions. Approach him with vulnerability like Jacob was talking about. Be bold. Man, we are sons and daughters. We're heirs. 
we can just approach the throne room boldly and approach him as a father. Ask, seek, and knock. I'm going to invite Jude Smith to the stage. Jude is another one of those guys with a story that is just, I mean, so amazing. Um, not just because of his, his family, but he's just, uh, just amazing. I'm so proud of you. So much joy, so much fun, so much wisdom, wise beyond your years. And uh, I'm excited to hear what you've got to share. Well, good afternoon, City of Life. Uh, so for those of you who don't know me, my name is Jude. Uh, my parents are the pastors here, and they are incredible examples of the life that I'm supposed to live. So I love you guys very much. Um, <clears throat> so at Soulfire, uh, we're in a prayer night, and it was beautiful. We're all on our knees. We're just praising the Lord. And I felt like the Lord put it on my heart to go and share a word that the Lord spoke to me at a conference a few months prior to Soul Fire. And so I went up there. I didn't really want to be up there, but the Lord told me that I needed to go up there. So, uh, and he told me to tell them the word which was come. And that basically means come as you are. Come as you are with all your struggles. Come as you are with all your pain, all your guilt, all your shame. Come as you are to the Lord and he will accept you and love you so much. He loved you before, but he will still love you, and it will just be such a powerful thing when you truly come to him as you are. And so it was very well received. I felt like, I was like, yeah, I accomplished something. Um, I accomplished a lot of things. I'm not saying I'm not that successful, guys. Um, <laughs> but um, after that, you know, we were praying even more. It was just a beautiful night night I'll never forget. And then Pastor Jess asked me to come up on the stage and pray for four people for healing. And um, I went up there. I was super unconfident in everything that I was going to say. Uh, I was shaking like crazy. But the moment I started speaking, I stopped shaking. I was very confident, and I felt something come over me. And I can tell each and every one of you here with 100% confidence that it was the Holy Spirit speaking through me. And it's something, it's something that when you experience, it's something that you don't want to stop. I was just speaking healing over these four people, and it was just the most beautiful thing. And they were surely healed by the Holy Spirit. And it was truly just a beautiful moment that I can't ever forget. And I thank everyone who was planning Soul Fire. I thank you for the staff here at the church for being able to see that the youth need revival. And there is revival in our youth here at City of Life. And I believe that this revival will not just stay in our youth, but it will spread to you guys as well. Let's spread go. throughout Central yes. Florida. And I'm just believing for that. Come on. Can we give it up for Jude? his testimony. I love that. I love that he, he said during prayer, he felt just something come over him, and that is the Holy Spirit. I love the Old Testament word for the Holy Spirit, ruach, and that defined as a rushing, mighty wind. It's what God breathed into humanity as he created man. The Holy Spirit, the New Testament word is pneuma, 
It's what was present on the day of Pentecost in the upper room, a rushing mighty wind. And with that rushing mighty wind comes some amazing gifts. And that's exactly what Jude was talking about, the gift of healing. Uh, can we give it up for, for the Icon Youth Director, Mia, as she shares some of her testimony? Come on, can we also give it up for our students who are so bold to give their testimonies? I am so proud of all of our students. They have just been all in the past few weeks and it truly there is revival taking place in our youth and it's so exciting to see. My name is Mia Smith. I'm the youth director here and I started as the youth director in January and I wanted to share my testimony from Soulfire a few weeks ago. Um, coming into Soulfire, I had just been so excited for the week and just preparing. It's like the Super Bowl of youth. So I just had been all in, focused on Soulfire. It's the only thing I worked on for months, the only thing I prayed for. Well, not the only thing, but the main thing I prayed for for months. And I just had so much expectation for what I thought God was going to do in that room. And I just expected it to be honestly a victorious moment for me, a triumphant moment for me, and just had so many things that I thought that I would see. And the first morning of Soul Fire, the unexpected happened, and I got in an accident. I passed out, and I hit um, my head on the concrete, and so I was rushed to the hospital. I was in the hospital for seven hours. I got stitches on my eye, a mild concussion. My face was pretty bruised, and I really had to take a back seat to everything at Soulfire. I just thought that I would be, um, I, I didn't get to preach. I thought that I would. I thought that I would get to stay in a cabin with the students and I didn't get to do that. I didn't get to participate in any of the games that we normally get to do. And so it just really did not end up the way that I expected. I ended up sitting just in the back of um, the, the, what is it, the chapel. I sat in the back of the chapel and just didn't really get to be involved the way that I pictured I would and honestly I was really frustrated because I just was asking God like why on the week that I wanted to be so strong do I have to be so physically weak and it just was really hard for me to have to take a back seat to what I had just been preparing for and so as I was just praying about this and asking God I feel like I was reminded of this verse from 2 Corinthians 12 and it says but he answered me, my grace is always more than enough for you and my power finds its full expression through your weakness. So I will celebrate my weaknesses for when I'm weak, I sense more deeply the mighty power of Christ living in me. So I'm not defeated by my weakness, but delighted. For when I feel my weakness and endure mistreatment, when I'm surrounded with troubles on every side and when I face persecution, I am made yet stronger. For my weakness becomes a portal for God's power. So I feel like through Soul Fire, God really reminded me that he actually does always want me to lead from a place of weakness because when I am weak, I have no other option but to lean on his strength and I have no other option but to lean on his unfailing power. And so it was a tough lesson for me to learn, but I feel like it's a lesson that actually for all of us can get us through some of the toughest seasons of life when we feel like we're at our weakest point. We just can know that God's strength and his power will never fail us. And that is a constant and that is a promise that we will always be able to lean on his unfailing strength. So if you're feeling that today, if you're feeling like you're in an unexpected season where you're feeling 
like you're at your lowest, like you're at your weakest point, I just encourage you guys, remember to lean on Jesus. It's a song that we were singing at Soul Fire called Firm Foundation, all about how he can never and will never fail us. And so that's been encouraging me. I hope that encourages you. And if you're feeling that today, I do want to say a quick prayer over you so you can bow your head and close your eyes and let's pray. Lord, we just thank you for the opportunity to just be in your presence today. We just thank you that even when we are at our weakest moments, even when we feel like we have no strength left in us, Lord, that you are our constant source of strength, God. We just thank you for that promise, that promise that you will always be there for us, that you will never leave us or forsake us, God. We just thank you for that, and we just believe that you are strengthening us today. We love you, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Come on, can we give our youth director a hand? She's so amazing. Love you, Mia. You know, I truly believe, and I know our senior leadership believes this too, that when one part of the body is experiencing revival, the other parts of the body will experience it too. That when one part of the body is on fire for God, that fire cannot stay contained. And I know that they deliberately planned this Sunday because they believe that revival is breaking out in our church. And it's not a coincidence that tonight is the blink, the kickoff to the blink prayer meetings. We are going to see revival take place in our church. And we're just doing this as a courtesy, almost to just extend our hand to you and say, join us. Don't miss out because revival is right underneath your noses. And I love what Pastor Franco said, do not let it pass you by. You know, I believe that the Holy Spirit wants to get to you today. It's part of the message he dropped in my spirit for soul fire, what God did to get to you. And I shared with the students, you know, the journey that humanity has been on of God getting to us. In the book of Genesis, we see that Adam and Eve leave the garden. Humanity departs from God. In the Old Testament, we see humanity trying to navigate this world without God. Oh, but in the New Testament, we see God's answer for our problems. But you know, it's so beautiful because Throughout the Old Testament, I used examples of how God uses people to get to us. And I can't help but think how the, how the Lord is using the youth to get to you today. You know, in the Bible, we see how God uses a 12-year-old named David to kill a giant named Goliath just to show us his power, to show us his goodness. God uses these young men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and he allows them to get tried by fire, and they survive because Jesus is standing next to them. God is using the youth to get to you. Little Mary, who's about to get married, gets a message from God, and God wants to use Mary to carry the Son of God, young Mary. You know, I believe that God wants to 
use the youth. The way he used David, the way he used Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, the way that he used Mary to speak to you today. And right now I wanna invite you guys to stand up with me. We're gonna take our service in a, in a different direction today. Are you guys ready to go with us here? I have a couple of our incredible leaders, Juan, Sheena, Lexi, they're gonna take the stage. And I wanna invite Icon Youth. Would you just come and stand up at the front for a moment? Come on, can we give a hand for our youth ministry? You see, what these students experienced at Soul Fire, you got a glimpse of that in the stories of Jacob, you know, Jude, Sydney. But if we pass the microphone down to every single student that is standing up here, they would have a similar story. They would tell you, God is real. They have seen his miracle working power. And they, they're fired up. And I don't know about you, but I'm not ashamed to be prayed over by someone younger than me. I'm not too wise or too old to receive. You know, the Bible says that God uses the foolish things to confound the wise. And today, would you have an open heart to receive from our youth ministry? Because I believe that if you do open your heart, God has something very special for you. And so today we're gonna have our leaders pray and Icon Youth, you're just gonna walk up and down the aisles just like we did at Soul Fire. They're gonna be praying in their prayer languages. They're gonna be stretching their hands out to you. And I believe that you are gonna get something big from God today. But Lexi, Lexi's gonna pray for those that need healing in the room today. If you're sick, if your mind is suffering, if your body is suffering, we believe for healing today. Juan, he's one of our covenant leaders. He's gonna pray for restoration in families. You know, it's no, no secret that families are broken. We had several students come to Soul Fire and just devastated because of the brokenness that exists in families. We believe for restoration and healing in Jesus' name and families. And lastly, Sheena, she's also a covenant leader. She's gonna pray to stir up the gifts of the Spirit. Because I believe that we cannot go into this next season. Our pastors have commissioned us as a church to go into the next season equipped with tools, equipped to battle in the Spirit. And so Sheena's gonna pray for us to do battle in the Spirit. But can we give it up for Lexi, who's going to lead us first in prayer? Icon Youth, you can go ahead and pray. Yes, would you all just lift your hands with me right now? Well, Lord, we just take a moment, God, and we worship you. We love you today, Lord. We honor you. We thank you for everything you're doing here in this house and in our youth, God. Right now, we pray for every single need represented in this room, Lord. You know, your word says time and time again, God, that you are a healer. You, you healed the blind. You healed the sick. You healed the hurting. But it, it's not just past tense, God. You are a healer today, and you are a healer tomorrow, God. So we speak healing right now in the name of Jesus over this room, God. 
God, that any physical need here would be healed right now. We lift up every need to you, God. You see each situation. You see each need, God, from um, cancer, Lord, to COVID, sickness, even people that are paralyzed, Lord, and that are hurting, God. You see their needs you see their what they need for healing Jesus so we just declare healing right now God we ask that you would give each person in here a touch from heaven Lord would you do a miracle here in this place God would you touch everybody that needs a physical healing God would you give them that healing and Lord we lift up every person that's struggling mentally God that's hurting Lord you see them you see them, you know them by name. So God, we just declare right now in the name of Jesus that anxiety falls flat, that depression falls flat, God, that hurting, that things that are taking us away from you, God, would fall flat right now. We declare that uh, people that are hurting and dealing with um, mental sickness and mental illness, God, those things truly, Jesus, that you would come in and have your way. Would your peace replace hurting, God? Would your joy flood this room and flood this atmosphere, God? We declare that done in the name of Jesus. Amen. And Lord, we just speak right now, Father God, for restoration in families. Lord, revival begins in the heart, but God, then it spreads and breaks out into the homes, and then it is released into the communities, Lord. It is no coincidence, Father, that the work that's being done, Lord, in our house here at City of Life, Lord, the work of the hearts of the youth are being stirred up, oh Lord, and that work is being then taken over into the households. Lord, as it declares in Romans 15, 13, it says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you continue to trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, break out in this place. Lord, where there is needs in homes, Mother God, things that may have been unspoken. Lord, sons and daughters that ought with their fathers and mothers. Lord, that you can bring restoration, God. You be the Father. You have been what has been lacking in the houses of our church family, oh Lord. And you will be able to provide to the needs, oh Lord, for restoration so that you can satisfy the desires of the hearts, whether it is mothers who have been praying for their children to see Jesus in their life. Lord, whether it's grandparents who have been on their knees for years declaring that their generation, Lord, wasn't the only to see the grace of God, but that their children and children's children will partake of the goodness of the Lord and the land of the living. Oh, Lord, in Joshua 1.9, you said, have I not declared it? Be strong. Be courageous. Do not be terrified or discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And as we step into this season, as we declare it for ourselves, we speak out with authority as members of our households. We say, enough is enough. We draw the line and we simply say, God, this is your house. And we declare restoration over everyone here this day. Your hand is upon us. Your hand is upon us, Lord. And we trust and honor you. Trust in the Lord in all your, with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all thy ways, and he shall make your path straight. Lord, make clear the path. Make straight the way, Father God. Lead our homes in this season, God. We honor you in Jesus' name. God, we just thank you that just as the word give is a one-word revival, God, I thank you that faith is a one-word revival. 
God, I see faith breaking out. Lord, would you stir up the faith in this room, God? Lord, just as the youth have put their faith on full display today, Lord, would you allow faith to break out in this room today, faith to believe for the impossible, faith to believe for things that could not be done unless they are done through the name of Jesus. Would you break out today, Father, pierce the hearts of your children, God. Pierce the hearts, Father, of your sons and daughters today, God. Lord, just as the testimonies of these students, Lord, I feel we're just taken, everyone was taken back in the room by those testimonies, Lord. But would you stir up that same faith in this room today, God, to believe for more, to believe for the prophetic, to believe for the gifts, to believe for healing. Lord, stir up this room in Jesus' name, God. Lord, I thank you that, Lord, as we go out today, Father, Lord, as we come back at 5 p.m. for blink, Lord, I believe that this room is going to be full. Lord, it's going to be full to capacity, God, full to believe for the things that are about to be done in Central Florida, God. Lord, I thank you for each and every person, Lord. Lord, in this room, God, Lord, would you touch their heart? Lord, would you touch their hearts today, God? Lord, revival happens when something is dead. Would you stir up something again, a new thing? The future good old days is what we are living in today, God. Lord, would you stir something new? Something new, something new, something new in the hearts of your people, Lord. There's something new happening. And I thank you, God, that revival happens because of Jesus. Revival happens because of you, Jesus. Revival is only because of you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. youth students to come to the front of the room right now and you're going to face the front icon youth you're going to face our congregation and the last thing we're going to pray for is we're collectively as a church right now together we are going to pray for revival I love what Sheena said revival happens because something is dead Something needs to be reawakened in you. And once it's reawakened in you, you will have the authority to pray and release revival into those around you. And so right now, our students, trust me, they are awake. They know the power of God. And they want to pray revival over our church today. And so Icon Youth, would you just stretch your hands out in boldness to our congregation? And if you are in the congregation and you want a touch of revival today, would you stretch your hands out to receive today? Father, I pray revival to wave over us, God. Would we experience a supernatural touch from heaven God, that only the book of Acts has seen. God, would revival break out in families? Lord, I see that people need to offer forgiveness in the room today. That people need to lay down offense today. Some of you need to lay down your sins today. 
You've been so bound up. And the Lord is waiting for you to release to him today. God, I pray a fresh wind over our church today. God, I thank you, Lord, that the wind is behind our leaders, Pastor Jeff and Amy. And God, that they're gonna feel a fresh wind. And it's, gonna, it's going to be the backing of a room full of fired up believers, all of one accord, all of one spirit, believing for lives, believing for souls, believing for restoration, believing for revival. God, I thank you that that is a promise that we cling to collectively as a church today. In your mighty and holy name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Oh, come on, we can praise him. Can we give Icon Youth a hand? Yes. Praise your Lord. This is a prophetic word over the youth. That God said, you're here today. You came because of what God has done to you. As Jessica preached, what God would do to get to you. But the Lord just spoke to me that what you're doing today is a result of what the Holy Spirit wants to do through you. What God has done to you is a great thing, but if it stays in you, it's just one thing in you. But today, as it flows through you, the possibility of a contagion, something contagious coming. And so we're all, this is a word for all of us. We all have great things God has done to us, but what are we doing and how are we opening ourselves up for it to come through us in Jesus' name? Thank you, Pastor Janice. Thank you, Icon. You guys can take your seats. You know, we never want to leave a service without offering you the opportunity to personally accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And you know, I know that this service is a little unconventional, but if everyone can just stay standing for a moment, I believe that the Holy Spirit is prompting some of you in this room I believe some of you have been coming to church for a few weeks and you've just felt that tug. Pastor Jeff's messages have just been, you know, so impactful, but there's been a wall. And you haven't quite fully given the Lord yourself completely. Or maybe you just walked in today and you're like, this is all new to me, but I like it and I want more of it. God is calling you today. You know, we're talking about what God did to get to you. What God did to get to you is he gave his one and only son for you, for you. He died so that you could know eternal life. And it is a gift that you do not want to let pass you by. The Bible says that now is the time of salvation, not in five years, not when you feel ready, not when you feel perfect and cleaned up. I love what Jude Smith said. He said, come as you are. I believe that that was a prophetic word to those in the room that need to give their life to Jesus today. 
And you know, at Soul Fire, we did something bold. And our students were so bold to respond. They gave their life to Jesus and they walked straight to the front of the altar. And you know what? If a 15-year-old can do it, you can do it. If they can make a bold declaration of their faith in a world that is going to bully them for what they made, that decision that they made, you can make that decision. You can make that decision today. And so I'm gonna count to three. And it's really simple. If you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, come and stand at the front of the room today. One, two, three. opportunity. Do you guys mind facing me for a moment? I am nobody special. I feel like Pastor Jeff should be up here, but for whatever reason, he's letting me do this. And I'm just looking at a group of people that looks just like me. And you know, when I was 18 years old, I broke my ankle, clubbing, living a reckless life. And in an altar call moment, just like this, Pastor Jeff leading it, I gave my life to Jesus. And it's hard and it's lonely at times, but it is so rewarding. And you will never ever regret the moment that you came to the front of the room and you said enough is enough. I'm not doing those things anymore. I'm not treating my family that way anymore. I'm leaving that sin and that addiction behind. I'm laying down depression and anxiety at Jesus's feet and I'm giving him my life. And those at the front of the room, would you just lift your hand to Jesus right now? as a sign of surrender. And those that are in the congregation, would you pray this prayer with me? Say, dear Jesus, I give you my life. Thank you for dying on the cross and forgiving me of my sins. I'm turning away from my old life and I'm walking into a brand new life with you. Today I declare it is Jesus first and Jesus always. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody said, amen. Oh, come on, can we celebrate those who made a decision for Christ? This concludes the teaching. 
If you'd like to support what God is doing here at City of Life, click on the Give button at www.col.tv or text a dollar amount to the number 855-997-6900. We hope you'll join us again.